0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Three Schooners. This week's episode is all about games and gaming and all the fun stuff that you used to do when you used to sit around with your friends when you were like 12 years old, you know, playing Call of Duty or. You know, Metal Gear Solid or Need for Speed and things like that uh, we talk about games that we really enjoyed in the past ones that, games that we're looking forward to in the future um, and this just so happens to kind of coincide with the week that the Xbox um, new Series X is coming out and the PlayStation 5 uh, so yeah guys enjoy, we recorded this a little while ago um, this is why Dave's mic isn't so great but Still great content, guys. That's 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 all that matters, really, isn't it? Okay, have a good one. Catch you later, and uh let's get on the beers. Get on the beers,
1: that's, duty. that's what's most and that's what must be done. Beers, 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 Get on the beers, 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 and that's what must be done. Hello,
2: boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of The Three Schooners. My name is Isaac.
0: My name's David. And my name's JJ and we've done it right for try, man. Flow chart. Flow chart. Flow chart. Have we even got the flow chart this week? No, we haven't. I love it. I love it. Okay. Do you want to, can we get straight into it with what beers we have? Yes, absolutely. I want to go last because I've got something special. oh,
1: I, uh, I think you should go first. I was like, you've got right, some weird right. um, ones going on.
2: Are we all aware of the great uh, <laughs> great <laughs> grocery store known as Aldi? Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. So Aldi, a great collection of alcohol, because it's, uh, it's very cheap. But there's one beer that I've been drinking for years from Aldi. Uh, it's called... <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm that excited. Uh, it's called uh, Storm Brewing Co., as the, the brewing company... Uh, and it's their super dry beer. And for only $34.49 uh, a case, you get... How many, how many is in
0: a case? 24. 24. What, did, what does a dry beer mean? What does that translate to? I don't
2: know, but it kind of looks like an Asahi bottle. So I just assume yeah. it's kind of like Asahi. But it's really cheap and it's 5%. And it Aldi. Up. Yeah. Aldi.
0: Aldi. Aldi. Sponsors. Oh, no. Sponsors. Sponsors. <laughs> German
2: engineering, right?
0: If, yeah. anyone, if anyone can hear Dave right now, how good does he sound compared to... All the other weeks. Yeah. That were yeah. previously recorded. Do you know what this, is funny? This might not be in order. So
1: <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what is funny? I um I still have I'm still having trouble with Australia Post. Um I don't want you as our sponsors. You're fucking terrible at the minute. Um <laughs> but I'm still waiting for my really nice microphone from Rode. Hopefully, they've been listening to me begging on the internet. Uh, it turns out that I've actually had a better microphone than what I was using the whole time. Isn't that right, boys? And what, what <laughs> and was a camera? It? <laughs> and a camera, yeah.
0: And your better microphone was literally just iPod headphones, the iPhone headphones. Yeah, classic iPod headphones. So uh,
1: you'll come to learn, anyone, uh, I'm probably the worst with technology. So,
0: yeah. He's, a, he's really lucky that he's a handsome boy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. What beer have you got, Dave?
1: I have got...
0: So, so
1: previous we've learned that... Previous on the free schooners, uh, we have learned that one of my favorite beers is Fat Yak. Well, I have got... Oh, Whoa. Wild Yak Yeah that's it We're going wild baby uh, It is a Pacific Ale And it's from Matilda Bay So I also Very much like this beer As well So yeah That's, that's, that's my,
2: my favourite Of the Yaks I reckon Yeah it's real good Real good Nice so, I've got You've actually got a bottle opener I I've got a
1: bottle that. opener But it was like do you know the 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 sex machine we had in base? It was yeah. that claw machine which got all the sex toys and then if you didn't do very well, you got a shit. I got this bottle open. It's a little... If anyone can see that, it's like a little soldier crawling mm. across the ground. Holders has gone. Oh, he's got no head. His head fell off a minute ago. So. <laughs> the head
2: was the leverage. Yeah. So that's, not good. that's not opening up any... Not beard, actually working. I'm gonna- <laughs> well, I just used the tooth. Uh, toothpaste head, but uh, uh, JJ, what beer, what beer are you drinking?
0: I mean, it's really cool because like, I didn't tell you guys that you were just talking about bottle openers there, right? Because I've got a bottle opener and on my bottle opener, it says <laughs> four desperados only on my bottle opener. Look at so it go. Good. Look at it go. And then, of course, for my beer this week, I do have my... Desperado fun oh, fact is cool. actually my last one left and it was inside my cake for my birthday but do you know what be- what is much better than that Do you know what's much better than that My glass to put my desperado in that says I don't know if we can get my oh, this going here, but it says JJ the three Skinners that's what oh. it says right there so eventually I think all of us will have one of those glasses. Yeah. And, you know, we can we can all drink out of that together. So I'm going to use my my Desperado's uh, bottle opener to open my Desperado to put it into my three-skinner's glass. I, I think, think that is unreal. I think that is fantastic. I think that's that's what I'm going to do. So, um, so you, have, you crack that, and then I think we should all... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be great if Dave doesn't, uh, you know, puts himself off mute. That would be great for... <laughs> For the podcast, I suppose that would be smashing.
2: Hello, hello. <laughs> he was he was busy getting his bottle of beer out of I have to go oh.
0: on
2: an epic adventure to get. Right, one that's run.
0: that. cracked. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Cheers. everybody. Um, and now I have to do this awkward thing where I have to pour a beer into a glass using one good hand and one that doesn't listen to what I tell it to do.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everyone, just continue. I'll let you know uh, for right. like, myself.
2: It's like the evil hand. Oh, it's not going so, well. uh, Dave, do you want to introduce the topic for this one? Yes,
1: I do indeed. This is a topic I am very excited about. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna we're gonna go a little bit retro. We're gonna get in touch with our nerd side. It's okay to be a nerd. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. We're getting into retro gaming that Whoa. we had growing up. So, yeah, that is and our. We're topic. not. We're not
0: talking Twister. We're not, um, we're, not, about, we're not talking. We're not talking plunk. We're not talking frustration. Ain't no monopoly here. We're talking about computer games. That's what we're talking you know, about. Talking beep beep.
2: Beep. And and for those uh, that are listening, this podcast is recorded in some point in time. It could be last week when you're hearing this. It could be two months ago. This is a. A non linear, non timeline episode of the
0: pod. But come here out is how to pinpoint time. it. Here is exactly how to pinpoint no, it. No, don't pinpoint it.
2: It's, it's, <laughs> that... it's off the block.
0: We don't give any perspective. <laughs> but it's such on a time. coincidence that we're recording Lunch. and this happened today. <laughs> I don't need to know that. A thing happened today referring to games. Ah. Oh, and yes, it there was a, there was a thing. There was a, You're pfft,
1: a bad influence, man.
0: Pfft, five. <laughs> anyway um <laughs> so, spies. Spies. <laughs> <Should we tell laughs> have been released anyway um, um so who's gonna start um i'm yeah i'm gonna go.
2: <laughs> i'm gonna start i'm gonna start. go for it dude yeah
1: let's go down the trip down memory lane and let's get into our favorite games i didn't even mean that to rhyme but it did look at wait us go.
2: before favorite games what was your favorite what was your first console Dave, what was your first uh, ever console? So when I was a
1: kid, um, my first ever console was a Sega Mega Drive. Um, no, fuck yeah. I, I think it was the Genesis. I think it was. And that is a moment in time where my parents realized they fucked up. Because uh, <laughs> David stopped going outside when I was a <laughs> kid. Yeah, back in my day, we didn't have mobile phones and whatnot. You just... Yeah, technology wasn't really a thing. We had internet, there was dial-up, you know? It made that horrendous noise when you tried to get onto the internet. Didn't even really know what internet was, but I was given a Sega Mega Drive, so kids out then would play in the streets and go on bikes and build shit and hurt themselves and all. What are you talking about?
0: That sounds crazy.
1: I know, but I got a Sega Mega Drive and we put a stop to all of that. Uh, that was my first ever console and uh, I had hours of fun on that um and that's probably where my love for video games began and it, i grew up well into my well even now i'm 31 i very much love video games um but in my teenage years it probably got i probably got pretty bad with video games to the point where it was starting to affect actually my social skills which i'll go into but i was it i was it for you Mate, what was, uh, what was your first one? So, As mine?
2: Well. So, all right, so the Mega Drive and Sega, so this is getting real nerdy. It, it has had many different names in different countries and all that kind of stuff. The whole Sega uh, portfolio was very
1: wait, wait,
0: different. Wait, wait. So, say that again. Yeah, that
1: was, that was a weird
2: one. That was weird. Sega. What? <laughs> Sega. 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 It's literally
0: the start of the fucking game. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile in Australia, Sega. Yeah, fuck it <laughs> 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 Bloody oath, mate.
2: So all right. So so you say the Mega Drive or the Genesis? I assume you mean the six-button one with a bit yep. of a, a loopy kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong?
0: No, like, I, I
2: think you're I, wrong. I did some googling, right? To to because I've had this argument and this discussion with some friends. I'm pretty sure what I had was technically Sega Master System 2, but it said the Sega Mega, Mega Drive on it, right? Okay,
0: so the... the ah, I the, had the Master I, System. Yeah, because there was two different controllers for the Mega Drive. That's why. You did have the six-button one, which was like the pro version. Yep. Like, it was weird. Um, but there was a six-button version and a three-button version, and the three-button version was my Mega Drive. That's what I remember. Okay.
2: I when, I when, had old school one, two buttons, four four, and I'm looking at it right now. I'm pretty sure it was the Sega Master System two with fucking Alex the Kid Alex and the kid. all that good stuff. Yeah, so, so we're all we're all Sega kids, right? But you, yeah, but you can't nine talk about. we got no Nintendo. Uh, well, well I, I became one.
0: <laughs> so mine, mine was my stepdad had a Sega Mega Drive, and I used to play FIFA like '95 on it. I found the, I found this like. This cheat where all you had to do was run down the wing, and the, the game was coded so badly <laughs> that no other players could get you. So, all you had to do was cross in the ball, and you'd score 100% every, of the time. time. Yeah. And he'd had it for ages, and he was like, How did I not know this? Also, please stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> and then after that, he got a PlayStation. So, this, these still aren't my, my things yet. I've yep. still not got one. He got a PlayStation, um, and that was great. But then I got my own first thing, and it was an N64, which is the perfect console to have as a kid. I never
2: had it, but That's it good. is. You can't you can't deny that it is the perfect kid console. That was so good, man. What Angel was it? N64 or yeah, N64,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then yeah. a weird bit was that I almost do you remember Dreamcasts? I almost got a Dreamcast. Uh, they were the weirdest. Why?
1: <laughs> let's 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 retrace our steps a little bit. You cannot talk about the Sega Mega Drive without talking about the legendary Blue Flash himself, Mr. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I, I was heard. the I was the kid that I never wanted to be Sonic. Here, I you never hated Sonic. I wanted to be Tails. Well, it was I all about to. Tails, man. He could fly. Nah, yeah, what about cool. is it Knuckles? Red Knuckles, Knuckles, Knuckles was right? cool.
2: Knuckles was fucking great. Was hard Knuckles. as shit. Yeah. So I just love like as as a kid, I <laughs> I was the Sega the Sega camp, which was definitely the worst camp, right? There's <laughs> it, objectively, it sucked compared to the Mario and Nintendo world that they created and the consoles and the longevity versus Sega, which now only makes shitty arcade games, if that. But like growing up and being that kid that had the shit the shit console or the shit games compared to everyone else they were
0: talking about their Mario shit and I didn't get it oh Oh, Mario Mario was man I got obsessed with Mario again because I I um, I was lucky shout out to the good old Mashed and Kutcher boys once again those uh, boys got sponsored by Nintendo to go and do an advert for them and they get They got all this stuff. They got flown out to all these places and done a video for them. And they got given Nintendo Switches, and they gave me a Nintendo Switch. No way. Yeah, man. They did a
1: they did a video for or did promo for Nintendo. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Fingers
0: and Your Smash Brothers, they've done it for. Yeah. Yeah, And they gave me a Nintendo, and I started playing Mario again. I said, Jesus, man, this is great. Like it's actually, it's the simplest game. I never really
1: got into Mario. I never really played it. Um, Mario Kart, surely. Yeah, Mario Kart, mate. That's a classic.
2: Mar- Mario Kart. I never played as a kid, but we downloaded it onto the computers in Year Twelve, uh, which we weren't meant to do. Everything was meant to be network locked, but we found a way to do it. So we, <laughs> in, in our spare periods, we would just play on the on the computers in school, just Mario Kart for hours, just fucking just ripping through it.
1: Yeah, with fucking life. banana bananas. Oh man, and the little lightning bolts were shrinkier fuck you, does that. You're in, <laughs> you're in the lead and then someone yeah, lightning bolts you. You're a if fucking you're
2: watching, If you're screen watching, for those that don't know, if you're playing on the same console, not like nowadays where you're in different places in the world, whatever, old school, everyone had to be in the same spot, right? So you'd be watching the other person's screen. If they're about to go over a jump, you would activate your lightning bolt. Mm. They would spin out and then they would fall off the cliff and then they have to be fucking get brought back up by the little monkey thing. It was great. And
1: then you storm out, you storm out the room and you go home to your mom. You'd be like,
0: I'm thing's a fucking prick.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I have a great, okay. Wait, just since you said that, I have a great friend named Callum, right? He's one of my best friends for a while there. He would have been my best man. I would have been his best man. He was the, the Ted Mosby to my Barney Stinson kind of thing. Right. And at his birthday, once he invited me, His high school, uh, his primary school best friend, uh, another high school friend, which is where I knew him from. And we had the four of us played uh, Bang or Buzz. It was on PlayStation 2. Oh yeah, the the quiz quiz game, game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Buzz, you can gang up on each other and steal points, right? (laughs) That's part (laughs) of the game. And because it was his birthday, I thought it'd be real funny to steal points for the birthday boy. But then because I did it, Alex also did it. And then Anthony, the other friend, also did it. So Callum kept getting his points stolen. So on his birthday, he ended up with, like, no points. At the <laughs> end Fuck of the you, game, Callum. In <laughs> the game, he, like, throws his controller down. He goes,
0: if you guys don't respect me on my birthday, <laughs> you guys are going to go home. Like, oh, 14th birthday. So, so Dave, Dave, what was your first game? Ooh. That is... I just remember early
1: days playing Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog over and over and over again. The first, the first game that I really ever connected to, and I talked about this in one of the previous podcasts, first ever game I really was like, this is the best thing ever, was Zelda Ocarina of Time. Like on the N64, it was this open-world adventure game, you know, and... Boys, I'm I like fans to sci-fi. Doesn't mean I, I go when no one's looking, I dress up in a wizard's costume and run You're around. Why You know, why do has told us 100%. after, after, after carefew there I am in a park just running around. <laughs> oh Dave's at it again. I'm a wizard. Uh
2: the police are coming at you again. we are got
1: Yeah. Um but yeah, I kind of, that just connected with me. It was big open world and you go on this quest and you get, Ocarina of Time was legendary, man. It was just um, the fact you could go forwards and backwards in time. So you, you started off as a kid and then you go up to being an adult. It kind of connects with you as a kid as well. Because what is it, whenever you're a kid, what do you want to do? You just want to grow up. You just want to yeah. be an adult. You just want to do what adults You're doing it in a video game. I think that's kind of connected. Um but yeah, Zelda was Zelda was a big one for me on the N64. And then you had what on the other N64? That's probably the first time I played Mario as well because you had Mario 64 and it was like 3D. I never yeah, really yeah. played Mario when it was 2D. I never
0: got on. That yeah, that 3D market. one was great, man. That was that was so good. Did you ever play a game called Banjo Kazooie? Mm. Yep,
2: I, I didn't have it personally, but I played it elsewhere. I it's had people so that had it and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I and I, I was it. in that line. I was in that prime age.
0: I swear (laughs) I'm (laughs) French.
1: Well, no, that's a thing. I lost all my friends back then because I was obsessed with the N64. You know? <laughs> See,
2: that was of a course. bonding point for me. The amount, of, the amount of mates I had that also had games, whether it be different consoles, same consoles, whatever, and you'd go over and all you do is just play games next to them. Yeah. And then you're like their mums so or my mum would like bring food. And be like, Thanks. And then you're still playing and you're like, and you're not just playing, you're like moving your head left and right and you're jolting because <laughs> I remember so are you one of those people. Because there's yeah. always
1: those people who do the driver game. and Anyone watching now, you'll be oh. doing the driver game. And there's either those people who just sit perfectly still, AKA the normal people, or there's the people who'll go and <laughs> lean to the sun. Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a dry, like driving game wise, I don't think there was much that was better than Need for Speed Underground. I think that was the best game. I missed that. So damn, man. What,
1: well, you
2: missed it or you miss it? No, I missed it. I you, miss, you, I mean, missed it. Yeah. you missed it? What you mean? I missed it. You missed it. I'm aware of it and I understand it's got the best soundtrack of all time other than Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, but... Oh, solid choices. Yeah, great choices. But yeah, that game was unreal. Everyone wants it to be remade now so
0: badly. I don't know why it's not been because... I mentioned this in another podcast, but they had things like the, the sprint and stuff like that. It was just terrible. But underground, I knew that game inside. I'd, I'd easily say that's the game I spent my most time playing. And knew inside out, I could do the, the, the courses in either direction. I loved it. And it needs to come back because it was so good. Well, fuck,
1: fuck, yeah. fuck your need for speed underground. We're missing out on fucking Golden Eye golden eye man that was on n64 and you're running around with your bloody ak47 and i was playing that the other night that's getting remade though yeah well i've had people so you'll say you've got an emulator off and you said you played it no no
2: no no. i have a legitimate n64 that i've paid for and all the games are legitimate and i don't have an emulator at all that's incredible. Is yeah. that just, well, is that just heard- for copyright <laughs> purposes? <laughs> That's for copyright purposes, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't want to get sued by Nintendo. <laughs> I've
1: heard that uh, it's not as good. If you go back and play it, it's oh, not it's as terrible, good as it yeah.
2: <laughs> It's terrible. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> i tell you what game introduced me to gaming. Um, my <laughs> uncle, so two of my uncles, both working in IT, and I don't... Look I at like
0: Isaac's thrown off. Like he's got uncles that have got jobs. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um,
2: one of them, I'm pretty sure it was Jim, uh, gave me just a, a floppy disk or a bunch of floppy disks with just ah, a bunch of games time, on it. Thank right? goodness
0: you said disk for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> My uncle gave me his dick. A no. um, bunch of floppy disks. And one of them or a few of them had uh, the Duke Nukem series on them, right? Oh, and geez. this is old school Duke Nukem. Back when he was 2D, before you had uh, John Dick John or whatever his name is voicing him, um, you just had this like weird 2D little jumping guy. And it was like just after I used to play like Captain Comic, which is like old school. If you don't know what Captain Comic is, that's like old school MS-DOS video games, right? And I'm the youngest one here. so my- I don't know what that is. If you don't know, art, I'm going to show it at the end of this. But anyways, um, so Duke Nukem back in 2D. But because it was on weird floppy disk, there was like all these cheats written into it. So like you could go in and you could just pick which level you wanted to go into and all this shit. So I just got fully immersed into this like game where you shoot a bunch of people at like age three. And I was like, right, this is my life now. I play video (laughs) games and I'm a gamer. And that just grew from there.
0: I I remember the term video game. It's such a specific thing it's very 80s isn't it video games because
2: well I watched
1: a documentary on Netflix the other day called High Score and it talks about the gaming yeah, uh, industry and how it came out. it's such a good um, a good you know, documentary but it it's obviously great starts great. off with um, Space Invaders now sh- my dad hello father if you're <laughs> listening um, the the father that he was, he lo- he loved going to go into the the pub and he would take <laughs> me down to the pub uh, and the other Space Invaders arcade machine. So he'd go to the pub, get a pint, and he would get me like a packet of scampy fries. If you've ever had them. fucking oh scampy fries.
0: fries, man. Yeah.
1: Mm. He get me. A
2: I've of- heard of you guys talk about this. So I mean, you English and irish and scottish guys talk about this all the time Scampy fries are,
0: are one of the things that you either love or hate or you learn i'm, to love. I'm gonna
1: get you some scampy fries man. what are they though what they're are they?
0: the worst smelling thing on the planet but the tastiest thing.
1: yeah they're like um they're like this big if you're looking on the camera and they're like these crispy little squares and they taste like fish but I know this sounds nothing you same. just
2: said. No, weird. it does everything about <laughs> They're them. Really small. They smell bad. It tastes like fish. Smell. It sounds like my penis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Um,
1: yeah, fair.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, by the way, album. ladies, I am I am single, just in case you were wondering, <laughs> just in case anyone was
0: wondering. <laughs> <laughs> everything about them's off
1: off putting and like, like I you were the marketing developer for that brand. I didn't envy your job. You had a really small smell of fish and you don't like them until you put them in your mouth. But you've got to put them in your mouth first and then you'll love them.
0: Uh, you've practiced that, <laughs> it's you? <laughs> yeah. Guess who
1: was the marketing developer? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, I'll get you a packet of scampi fries. But yeah, so my dad would take me down to the pub. Uh, he'd get me a bottle of pop and a, a packet of scampi fries. Of and I was a like,
2: just bottle swam. of pop? Are you American?
0: What, so what was
1: English, that? man. Ugh. Bottle of, bottle, of soda. What, what, do, what do you,
0: what do you call it when you've got, you know, the, the drink that you pour water into? What you know, cordial, a, a, cordial. What do you call it, Dave? Cordial. Do you call it or do you call it squash?
1: Yes, yeah, sometimes. Um, <laughs> it depends. In, depends if I'm wearing that velvet glove and feeling like <laughs> a bit bougie.
0: Um, in Scotland, in Scotland, we call it diluting juice. It's yeah. dilute juice. Dilute I mean that's juice. what it is. I see. It's just that you dilute. And in <laughs> Glasgow, in Glasgow they
1: just drink it straight and they call it your morning pickup.
0: <laughs> morning up. Yeah. <laughs> um so okay, okay, like, yeah, back so to the a story. Pop. Yeah, yeah, get him a bottle
1: of squash. And uh each he, he put I'd be like, Dad, 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 do you want to play Space Invaders? And he'd be like, All right, shut up, I just want to drink pints. So <laughs> He put me on the machine. But back in those days, though, this was the Space Invaders machine actually paid out money when you won. So some would say it's gambling. Some would say it's gambling. And I was like 8 so it's probably highly illegal but my dad realized that when i was winning and i I was actually quite good at it it was paying out money so what he'd do is he'd give me a pound to put in the machine and all the money i'd win he'd just use it to buy pints for himself really (laughs) (laughs) he was like i was like dad dad can i come to the pub with you today he's like yeah you bloody can son. (laughs) that's
2: three extra pints
0: Oh, I was, uh,
1: so that was child extortion by my father so thanks dad that is that's that's some...
0: you've, you've gamified alcoholism fantastic <laughs> that's, that's what you've done there that's great points to Dave's dad but also <laughs>
1: you know what if anyone ever asks him about it he'll probably have, he'll deny it or not remember it and he's a smart guy <laughs> is it because he was
0: drunk the whole time
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> come, I come home and my mum's like did you have fun yeah Space invaders were great my dad's just absolutely fucking sloshed <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so Isaac what, what was what was your your game what was your one game right so
2: it's New Year's Eve uh, I reckon 97 or something like that I don't actually know the year that's out of my ass but it's New Year's Eve I'm playing this game i been playing it for a while could never get past the first level real complex game more of an adult game uh, and the boss in the first level is this stained glass uh So it's the stained glass window that gets cursed and it becomes alive and you have to kill it. And that's, that's the first level, right? What the fuck your
1: parents for you, didn't you?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Never beaten it, right? I beat it on New Year's Eve and then my dad freaks out because he'd helped me a few times. We couldn't get it. He freaks out. I was like, right, we're not going to turn the PlayStation off until (laughs) tomorrow or the day after when all the shops open and we can get you a memory card because I'd never needed a memory card before wow. this, right? So I just left the PlayStation open, draining energy. And the game was called Medieval. I don't know if any of you I have remember played it. That. Uh, I remember. On PlayStation exactly. 1, yep. it, it was you were an undead. So you, were, you had died in war and you'd been brought back to life as a, as a dead hero yep. to save the world. And all the, you were Sir Daniel Ferteskew. It was my favorite game by far. And you were the little skull guy and then yep. yeah, man, I remember. In the that. in the second one, in the second one, you could take off your head, because you're a skeleton, you could take off your head, put it on these zombie hands, control the zombie hands and go underneath doors and shit. It was, so, it was such a good game. They've remade it real recently on PlayStation 4, and I'm well, I would buy a PS4 almost or rent one just so I could play this game. Man, well speaking oh, of man. PlayStation
1: 4, I have just bought um were you learning how the audience are really learning what big nerds we are here? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my allergies. <laughs> um, but uh, I've just downloaded Streets of Rage 4. Wow. So I used to play Streets of Rage 1 on the Sega Mega Drive, it was the side scrolling one yep. where you uh, you have to fight crime. Shout out to JJ though, when he came around the other day, um, quickly. And uh, obviously, JJ has the issues with his left hand. Right and hand, so I was right like, hand, do, the left hand. Right works. hand, sorry. The right hand doesn't. <laughs> um, and I was like, do you want to jump on this? He was like, yeah, I'll give it a go. That's like the perfect game for him because he's just guiding his character and then mashing the other buttons <laughs> with his hands. It, like, I was stuck on this boss. I was like, do you want to have a crack at this? But he, he flattened the boss in like two seconds. Like, that's when games match up with cerebral palsy, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely nailed it. <laughs> By the way, like, I found my game. I'm great at it. <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah no Streets of Rage. That was, uh, that was one. I remember on the Sega as well, the hardest game known to man, uh, and anyone who played this will probably agree with me, Aladdin. Oh Aladdin on the God. Sega was ridiculously I've hard. I've
2: read this. I never played it, but I've read this on real note. So nerd.
1: hard. Yeah? And Lion King wasn't far off, and I completed Lion King Absolutely. once. Absolutely. And I fucking was always playing Lion King. And, uh, it was, they were fucking nails. Uh, yeah. If you've beaten those games, hats off to you, I
2: tell you. All right. This is the weird thing about video games. And this is going to get real bit in depth, but I think if I didn't play so many video games as a kid, I would not be as good at solving problems. And at uni when I was at uni and high school and all these like other, replic- just given a problem with almost no instructions or very basic instructions, like you need to work on your reflexes, work on your problem solving skills, and complete it, right? And then I was one of those kids that wanted to complete everything 100%. So I would play Grand Theft Auto uh, Vice City and find every single hidden package. I've currently got to say somewhere, I I think on this, is it on the computer or my PlayStation? Probably on the computer uh, where I've got 97 of 100 hidden packages, right? Uh, which is just dumb. You just find them. If, those, if you haven't played Vice City, you basically like jump onto a building and then there's like this little floating thing that you collect. It means nothing. Every 10, you get a new car in your garage. But I would spend hours finding every single hidden package. And for me, it was like, I need to win. I need to complete it completely. And I need to uh, solve all of the problems. And I think as I've grown older, those skills have stayed with me 110%. Well, they do say that. They've done studies where
1: they say people who play video games, their problem reasoning or something like the scientific <laughs> term increases. Yeah, like they but their solve.
2: linguistics definitely don't.
1: No, and their social <laughs> skills definitely not. Yeah. And what you're talking about there is a problem I, I'd say I'd, I faced in secondary school where I had grown up with video games and then by secondary school I was getting very obsessed with them and I wasn't I wasn't the most popular kid in school you know I was like I had little glasses on a shaved head and um I was just a bit of a dweeb and I was a prime target for it for bullies or whatever little sob story coming on but I I'd go home and straight away just go on to computer games and play yeah. on the PlayStation 2. And and honestly, weekend in, week out, it would be like that. Weekends, do you know, I wouldn't really go out with my friends. I, I, there was days where I'd spend like 12 hours on a video game. Now looking back, I was like, that was inc- incredibly unhealthy. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I was having a great time back then, but I didn't realize the damage it was doing in my development. And it got to the point where I was in my... I was 16 or 17 and I, I was proper geek, mate. And I didn't know really how, ha- you know, I look back and I made some cringe worthy decisions in high school when I was just socially interacting with people because I just I'd secluded myself from the outside world, mm. you know. So I hadn't developed proper social skills. And, you know, looking back and then, and then I, looking back, I realized it. In my early 20s or, you know, my late teenager years, i realised where I was kind of going wrong. And then I kind of went full opposite and I was trying to be really cool and trying to fit in and all that. And I went down that path. And now in my late 20s and all that, I look back
2: and go, it's actually all right to be a nerd. Late it's, 20s. Aren't you 30, Dave?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm 20, 20,
2: 20.
0: 20. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trying to be cool. Dying here, yeah. blonde.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is me having a court life crisis. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now looking back, it's okay to be a nerd. It's not okay to be an obsessive nerd. You know, mm. where it's just consumed.
2: Just, just throw a bunch of the audience under the
0: bus. Yeah, <laughs> You're obsessive yeah. nerd, not okay. I would, str- like, you know what, I, I'd say, yeah, there's definitely a balance there somewhere. But those obsessive nerds are, are the guys that, you know, literally grew up to be rocket scientists. Those are yep. those are your Elon Musks. Those are your your Bill Gateses and your Steve Jobs. I think there's definitely a place in the world for those people.
1: I am um, going to disagree with you there, though, because there's, all- yes, okay, there's them <laughs> people. But then there's also the people who could grow up and uh, yeah go on to do dastardly things like yeah, ab- yeah. absolutely yeah right, watch a bi- play a violent game and then end up beating up their mate to the yeah
0: yeah there's a balance there somewhere and there's all, obviously also common sense and and just being a human being you know and and, and deep seated
2: issues like I. I- so in Australia, there was this big issue in 2010 about the Information Privacy Act and all this crap. And, and they, they basically were going to real put all these restrictions on the internet, but it also went into video games and they banned all R-rated video games, right? So every game that was considered R-rated, so 18 plus in any other country, had to be censored for Australia because of violence. If a, if a video game is violent, it leads to violent behavior, which is not... Not at all I proven. Mean,
0: that's definitely not how that works. Because if yeah. that was the case, I mean, I played Pac-Man a lot. I'd be running about <laughs> a dark room, eating people, <laughs> <laughs> eating little, eating little pills that we find lying about the place. Oh, <laughs> i do that. Yeah. Have, yeah. You, have you ever heard of a game called Postal? May no, but I'm, ah. I think I know exactly what it's about. So, so, so if you've heard the phrase postal, do you know where it comes from? The phrase postal going postal because, because, um, is it the US post workers are crazy or some shit? There was like two mass shootings from postal workers within yeah, their own it. within, like they just walked into their job and started shooting people.
2: That's yeah.
0: crazy. Yeah. So, just, this video game is basically
2: you just go around, it's like Grand Theft Auto on fucking steroids, right? Your job was just to kill people to the point where you pick up a cat put it on your gun and it silences the gun because oh, every time right. you shoot, the cat just goes, meow, 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 meow. <laughs> right. It's fucked. It is absolutely fucked. But this game, they made postal three and that did not get released in Australia. And Australia was basically like, we don't want people shooting people on the street. Despite the fact they can't get guns. Yeah. But, but all the, there's all this, all these scientists and people that actually know their shit that are like, well, you can't blame violent video games. It's just like violent movies. It's just like violent anything. If there's deep-seated issues, then yes, maybe this might bring it to the service, but that means there's something wrong there that we need to tackle anyway. Like that, you don't ban the, the violent uh, media just because they haven't had the help through their childhood that they needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. My uh,
1: Going on that, like, oh, do video games cause violence? Shout out to my cousin, um, Ross Hollett. <laughs> He in in prison,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, He uh, shoved a cat on the end of a gun. Um, but no, he's a very, very. I look off to Ross. Um, Ross, if you're listening, you're a genius. But he is over in Perth. He lives in an area called Joondalup. and he is uh, he's the very intelligent one of the family, he's got and he's he works at. Course, yeah, he works at Jindalup, uh University and he does all stuff like lecturing and he does studies and stuff like that. And he did a study to do with, do video games cause violence? Uh, he's done loads of other great studies. He, he was a very big champion of, you know, when you go to festivals, get your drugs tested. Mm-hmm. It's just so you know what's in them. Um, he, did, he did a trial like that as well. But yeah, he... Um, he did one. He had a camera, from what I remember him telling me, he had a camera that tracked your eye movements when you're playing these video games. It was like games like Grand Theft Auto and all that. So, yeah, it was pretty pretty clever. He did, yeah, he did a study on it to see.
2: So, um,
1: and, and what was the results? Well, he never... I don't know if he completed it. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, 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 yeah. See what I did there? Completed yeah, well, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, no? Okay. And so
0: I, I'm going to ask a question, right? And yep. I want I to... Want an answer from each of you, and then I'll give my an answer. We're all from different countries here. Yep. What famous game has came from your country? Oh, what's the name? Ah, oh, fuck. Mm.
1: I'd say England mm-hmm. um, would have been Well, the only studio I can think of that was English that did a famous game was Fable. The company that oh, okay. did Fable. Yep. Yep because I used to play that all the time and I know they were an English company.
0: But. Cool, yeah, fair. Uh, Isaac, that's quite that's quite good one, actually. Did. I yeah. mean,
2: I just tried to Google it because there's a, there's a specific video game I've got in mind, but we're, we're weird. So we've, we've got an EA, um, EA studios in Melbourne. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, which our friend Harriet, Harriet, if you ever listen to this when you're done getting pissed in Darwin, uh, she worked there for six months. What? Yeah, she was a, a PA. She, she, was, or, she was a PA for EA. Yep. Yeah. pa ER. <laughs> Did Pa-ia. not know this. Yeah, so apparently they had a, a chill out room, and when she was real hungover from Boozy Bingo, she would just go in the chill out room and pretend she's chilling out, but really she'd just be hungover and just pass out there.
0: So' <laughs> <laughs> all these
2: stories of like, right, first of all, you work for EA, marry me. Second of all, that's such a good job. Mm. Um, but yeah, but there it's the mobile wing. So it was just mobile games. Um, but I tried to quickly Google it because we don't have a lot, but there was this at, at um, the Australian center of moving image. If you ever do come to Melbourne after uh, or maybe COVID doesn't exist anymore when you hear this, who knows? Ah, timeless. But um, there, there is my, my favorite museum in Australia is called ACMI, Australian center of moving image, which is at Flinders Street. Uh, station or at Fed Square, and it's got uh, like a video game museum-y kind of thing going on there and one of it, the things there is about Australian history in media uh, and it's got this video game there that's like real Australian use like a boomerang as a weapon and Races. all this kind of shit and it's basically <laughs> it's basically like Crush Bandicoot, Banjo-Kazooie, all of those kind of games combined into an Australian version uh, and I have spent many hours going to Acme over the 10 years that I've lived. Uh, You've that, only, you're only 10 years old as wow. well. Whilst that game's been there. Whilst <laughs> that game's been there. Uh, 10 years I've been there. I'd go in there and every time be like, oh, I'll play it a little bit longer. I'll play that game. Uh, but other than that, I
0: have no idea uh, what games have been made in Australia. I mean, if anyone's listening that does know any games that have been made in Australia... Comment on. Oh, right, I got okay. one. I just oh, we've got a comments, huh? L.A. Noir. Oh, yeah. uh, mate, I know a- the guy that was there, the advertising guy for done L.A.
2: Noir was apparently yeah. made in Australia. Definitely, Definitely not was. an Australian game. One of I the guys,
0: that. one of the guys that I worked with at Tesla, he was the advertising guy. He literally every single advert for that was was done through him. Yeah. What do you
1: mean? Like he did the voice, or
0: no, no, no? See the ad, like, the, <laughs> the posters and all that. He was he was the head of advertising the thing, right? for it. JJ yep.
1: is just talking to me like, "You've got a really good voice, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you should I do adverts." All right. What about what, what Scottish games exist? Because oh, right, well, this is where I think it was don't going. Search it.
0: Don't search it. Don't search it because I know you're looking at
2: it. But I don't no, know no, no, because I, I found the game that I was referring to. It's okay. What was the game Tasmanian tiger?
0: Solid, right? But I've never heard of it. Yeah, go on, go on. So I don't know if you've heard of a little game. You might not have heard of it before. It's called Grand Theft Auto, right? Fuck off! It might be a little company called Rockstar that are from Edinburgh. Is um, Rockstar from Edinburgh? Yeah, man. Fuck yeah! So, <sighs> Rockstar's my fucking favourite
2: game developer. Do, you, in the world. do you, Grand Theft this Auto
1: Three, uh, where you like loads? Of, it's sick as fuck, but loads of people would get a prostitute, have sex with them, and then beat them up. You
2: wouldn't do that, right?
1: No, not in real real life. I mean, not that people know of. Um, But (laughs) that is a joke, by the way, really poor taste joke. However, um, it makes more sense now you've just said it was made in Edinburgh. (laughs) I'm going to get hate mail from Edinburgh.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Edinburgh's a anyway, Um but yeah so a little company called Rockstars from Edinburgh it was really cool like a lot of the a lot of the guys a lot of the DJs around Scotland ended up with their own radio station in Grand Theft Auto so you've got things like Soulwax FM and and things like that and the, like the, these are all guys from right
2: well, yeah. hold up do you know anyone from Emotion 98.3 I am the voice. If you fucking... I, I was, <laughs> emotion on 8.3, I downloaded the whole thing and put it into my WinMX playlist. I remember that. Yeah. Right. Not no, no Windows Media Player. WinMX, right? And I had the whole fucking... Oh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Emotion on yeah. 8.3 soundtrack, soundtrack playing the soundtrack,
1: yes. the soundtrack to Vice City was... It was the best the thing, thing ever. Incredible. incredible. Tempt, tempted by the fruit of
2: another. Oh,
0: <clears throat> Uh, it,
1: last night, a DJ saved my life, and oh, so many good songs great. on that
0: game. So good. Um, yeah, so I think Grand Theft Auto also holds the record for the most amount of money made by any form of media in 24 hours. I don't know if that still stands. Really? I'm going to do a quick Google what here. What do you mean by I, any
2: I, form of like, Yeah, are you talking about pre-orders, or are you talking about...
0: Grand uh, Theft or oh, oh, it could five. be
2: in-game sales when, when online got released. I know Grand Theft Auto Five
0: online. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely 100 percent right on this. Grand Theft Auto Five made 800 million dollars in the first day of sales. <laughs> that was what pre-sales or uh, no? Well, 20, first oh, 24 sales. hours on
2: sale. Yeah, so Jesus. This is- I mean, yeah. it doesn't surprise me. Grand Theft Auto is by far one. Like, it's the best game series. It is the best game. series. It's just obviously immersive as fuck, but it's just fucking sick. <laughs> like, like, just the life, like you get to live the life that you, not that you want to, because that's questionable morals. <laughs> parts but of like, it, parts of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a, no, it's there's like no a movie. There's no
1: precautions. There's no Yeah,
2: it's like yeah. living a movie. Day in and day out, and doing-
1: which is which is an interesting theory. And I think like Black Mirror probably or something has done this. But like, what if you were in a world where the, the handcuffs are basically taken off? What type of person do you become? It's oh, kind gosh. of fucking dark, man. Because if without, without the constraints, constraints of regular life, what type of person are you?
2: I don't know, man I do a lot of the things That I want to do Every day Yeah, yeah absolutely Yeah, there's me There's me on
1: Grand Theft Auto Doing the speed limit Indicating uh,
2: have, you, the wait, have you ever tried To abide by any of the Any of the road laws Yeah, you know, I tried oh, once
1: yeah,
2: It's so it. hard <laughs> um, Really? Why is this
1: harder than real life?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, need yeah, can even steer. Go on, Jed. <laughs> we're, we're nearly one hour into this. And we've no. kind of nearly... We've mentioned it once, but we've not spoken about it properly. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh. Oh. Now. Oh. Now. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, one, two. And I'm just going to th- throw three in there. Yeah, absolutely. Just because. What came?
2: game. Well, even, even underground though, underground abolished the idea of time limits. You no longer had to do all of these tricks in two minutes. You could just go in an almost like a sandbox environment and just mm. skate. Like that, the, the whole series, it, it brought skateboarding from being this thing that people with really baggy jeans <laughs> did in like parts of America into being like a sport that the rest of the world knew about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The X I, games became huge. Yeah. And- that was about the time that people like, uh, like Bam Mojera and things oh, like that were coming through. Yeah, Bam was fucking legendary. Yeah, you had Rodney Mullen
2: and Rodney yeah. Mullen was the one that just did like floor stuff.
0: Yeah, it was great. Oh. And a big Tony. Um, my missus, my Jasmine's met Tony Hawk. Really?
1: Yeah. What, what's he like? He's uh, uh, really good tall? at skating,
0: apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I <Did he> just-
1: <laughs> yeah, hope so. He really um...
0: Did. And, and okay, so that's one game that we we've spoke about. Another one, one that I wasn't really a fan of, but I don't think we can talk about gaming without mentioning it, is Call of Duty. Uh, that was not really my. Never, never,
2: never played it other than at a friend's house or at. I went to PAX, which is like a big festival in Australia. Uh, I went to a few random game festivals at the exhibition center. I play it there. But I've I've never owned a Call of Duty in my life.
1: I think Call of Duty now has became Call of Duty is one of those games where where I'm talking about when I was a nerd and all that and still am. But like it was uncool to be seen playing video games. Like oh, you play video games? Oh, you're a fucking nerd. Now it's seen, some games I believe are cool to play. Call of Duty is one of them now, oh, I, I think believe. Now, in this day and age... Yeah, Call
2: of Duty's always just been a cool game. It's, it's, it's a shit game, in my opinion. So, all right, when it first came about, you had Counter-Strike. That was a shooting game that was 10 times better. But I, I was a PC gamer. When I, when I graduated from PlayStation, I went to PC. So for me, you had Counter-Strikes, you had your fucking... all that kind of shit that shadow over call of duty, but call of duty just had this mass marketing appeal. Yeah. And then, and then I reckon they semi revolutionized it by putting in real voice actors from movies and all that kind of stuff yeah. and making games more of a media. That was something that's more approachable and acceptable yeah, yeah. And, and not necessarily challenging or this or that. It was just appealing to everyone. Um, and then they really jammed that down everyone's throat with their millions of dollars of advertising. Yeah.
1: And I was never really a PC gamer, but when I did go over to PC, one of the games I became obsessed with on PC, like obsessed, was Half-Life.
2: Oh, my God. I didn't know you were going to say that. I honestly had... I would suck the dick of Gabe Newell. I'm sorry, but Half-Life 2, I discovered it when I was at a Harvey Norman, which is a big retailer in Australia. Was I found this game. It was all glistening. I picked it up and it said 48 real life muscles in everyone's face. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And bought it because it was on special for 10 bucks. I plugged it in. It blew my fucking mind.
1: Half-Life 2 is incredible. To the point where Half-Life 2 is got because i'm presuming you did the so half-life one has a cult following you yes, know? They mean, all, you've, yes, yeah you've played half-life one okay so half-life one just explode onto the scene it's a kind of survival game you got me if really you,
2: excited i'm sorry I'm yeah if you
1: haven't out. played half-life one i don't know where you've fucking been but or you're too cool for us um but half-life one really i, I haven't played it, it. Right, fuck off. It's the two schooners
2: now. Half-Life 1 revolutionized... um, It was kind of horror generation. First generation, um, first person shooting, right? It it had all these little aspects that were were copied in terms of problem solving whilst shooting people and all these little things that kind of grew and storytelling in a video game. Then when Half-Life 2 came out the graphics were revolutionary. So it used, uh, so you you might be aware of steam or valve or any of these terms that was half life two came out. And then all of these things came out of half life two, right? So you had, uh, the original half life two, and then episode one and episode two, which all had some of the best graphics ever, but it wasn't yeah. just graphics that are like, oh, it's pretty. It was about creating emotion in characters faces and creating a story that paired with that emotion. Then from that, they created portal, Uh, portal one, which had the most unique uh, fucking physics system in the world where you could throw something through a wall and it came out somewhere else due to portals that you shot. Then portal two came out. Then you had team Fortress, like half-life one was obviously unbelievable for them, but half-life two was this standing point where steam is now the biggest distributor of video games for PCs. Right. And, and, it all came from half-life two and that's where it all stemmed from. And, and, and for me, when i found that DVD box set of uh, it was half-life two at that Harvey Norman that changed my life. And I followed that shit. I remember being in it class at university first year, uni when portal two had been announced and it was up for pre-sale and it was being released sometime between now, and 12 days from now, right? They didn't have a specific date. They said, the more you guys solve this weird online puzzle, the sooner it will be released. So all these nerds went to the internet and you did all this shit. It had something to do with potatoes. I don't fucking know. It was real weird. And I remember it came out whilst I was in class and I just stopped. And I was like, I'm about to leave this class and go home and play (laughs) Portal 2.
1: Half-Life 2 as well, episode 2.
2: Oh, don't. It
1: It is known in gaming as one of the biggest... Cliffhangers because oh. I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil it for anything, but something massive happens. And then Half the my 3
2: never came out. It yeah. never came out.
1: Episode two, something massive happens. And that was what? It's gotta be over ten years ago. And it's they've so, never it, released what happened. I have never
0: brought out the, the thing.
2: Right. I don't know. So you Jada, you're so unaware of they they're cunts, right? They would post source code in some of their games that would have this little inkling and it would be, if you decoded it, it'd be a JPEG that was like, like portal two is coming. Right. Mm-hmm. So they had all of these things in depth in all these games. And, and because they knew their audience were, were coders and this and that, they could put everything there and put in the file name of, of, of this real unique file. And it said like HL three, Half-Life three mm-hmm. is coming. Right. And you'd read it and be like, fuck, it's coming. Right. So all of these forums would be like, Oh, Gabe, who is the the CEO of, of valve. Gabe said that this is happening. Therefore the newest ones coming out, right? For 13 years or some shit, he's been saying this, right? Eventually they released a new half-life. I don't know if you know this, Dave. Yeah. Recently Alex. they released it as it half-life Alex, but all it was, it was basically just a VR demo. So they own, a bunch of VR material and distributors and all this kind of stuff. And they want VR to be the next big thing. So they made this VR version of half-life, which is shit in my opinion. Not that I've played it. Not that I play games much anymore, but it's not what it was. And
0: no. nostalgia is coming
2: out and I'm too passionate about this topic. And fuck you, Dave, bringing this up. <laughs> I think that's,
0: that's a great segue on to where you think the future of gaming is going to be. Because, Porn. Well, yeah, but <laughs> you know, it's gonna be um,
1: some minority report shit, isn't it? Or what's it? What's that one with? Um, what's the Scottish actor? It's been. In, he was in three hundred. Oh, Daniel but, Butler. What was the game? What was the film he was in? It was like gaming. And he oh, was,
2: gamer! It was called. Was oh, it. gamer was great. Is that with, what why called? Dexter. Gamer. Dexter. Dexter is the villain.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was a great. That was a great movie. But I think I think that's that's what we're looking at, man. I think AR and VR. I think AR more than VR. I think VR short term. What's AR?
2: AR is augmented reality and VR is virtual reality. Right. So virtual aug- oh, augmented augmented reality, reality you, can't, you can't see out. Augmented reality, you can see out. So
0: augmented reality changes what, so you'll see the room that you're currently in, but there'll be things like there'll be a, a guy standing in the corner of it. Okay. And you, but you'll still be in the room and you'll still see the room that you're in. Virtual reality, you put like goggles on and you're in a different space. You know, you're like in an open field or something like that. I don't want anyone standing in my corner. <laughs> Too late. Turn around. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my flat and if
1: you're staying there, you're paying rent.
0: <laughs> I need help. um, So another game I did want to mention, because I'm just trying to rack my brain for games, uh, that have got a cultural significance and i think that halo is another one yeah
1: oh, halo halo, halo was a game changer a- halo no made call of,
2: i think halo paved the way for call of duty in a way halo was the start of like culture uh, of socially acceptable video games that are uh even if you're not a nerd because there is like as a kid i was i was a bit of a nerd but i lived in an environment where like being a nerd at school wasn't I wasn't bullied or anything like that. Like you, Dave, no offense. Um, but but that, that, but that, that is, it's a reality for a lot of people, especially like in the States, you hear about it a lot, but I think, I think Halo was the first game that kind of was like nerds and cool kids could play video games together and, or maybe not together, but just, they both played (laughs) video games. And then that led to call of duty in a way. I mean, I, my timeline could be completely wrong, but I just remember. No, I kind of agree with that. And then, and then it kind of paved the way for online, uh, teabagging and yelling at people and saying that you <laughs> fuck their mum which is well, what video games is all about was that right?
1: thing, there was a series called and this is really shouting out that I'm a nerd it uh, was Red vs. Blue Rooster Teeth, yeah. is that yeah. Rooster Teeth? Rooster Teeth, fuck. they're like comedians and they go into an online room and they pretend to be these characters and they made this, they made this comedy series that they posted yeah. on YouTube and they, they got
2: pretty yeah. fucking famous Do you remember, off that? Do you remember M- Machima? Machima was a YouTube... Uh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're trying to say and now. To, and they used to just make like a bunch of those kind of videos where it'd be like video clips filmed. Anyways, doesn't matter. Too nerdy. Too nerdy for our
0: clientele. Nah,
1: right, this is the, the... As far down a rabbit hole, I'm going to go and I'm going to admit to something. And also, I'm only admitting to this because one of my friends phoned me to say they really liked the podcast and they were like, what are you doing on the next episode? I was like, well, we're going to talk about videos. He's like, are you going to tell them? I was like, I mean, I mean, if I don't tell them, you're going to comment all over Facebook calling me <laughs> out. So this is, the, this is the curse of being a podcaster. So if you tell fibs or stuff that isn't quite true, you're going to get called out. So yeah, because I'm we going,
2: have so many viewers and listeners. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going
1: to come out and admit Muff. it now. I'm going to admit it. I played World of Warcraft.
2: <laughs> I wish I did.
1: Is that wrong? it was the most played game in the world at one point me
2: and me and a close group of my friends kind of discovered it ish after the fact and we were like why weren't we involved like this was totally up our alley i actually i I really wanted
0: i wanted to do um it's not video games but i really want to play dungeons and dragons all right so do i have a and dragons night no No. i want to play dungeons and dragons Especially after the community episode. Yeah. yeah. That
2: that made me want to play. Sorry, I am I am out out of that. I am out of that. The only time
1: no, I'm not doing it and be dungeon master. When I watch Stranger
0: Things
1: (laughs) When I watch Stranger Things and they're all playing it in the eighties or whatever, where Stranger Things is set. I was like, Oh, they look like they're having fun, but fuck off you fucking nerds. I'm not playing that
0: (laughs) I am shit. mega into it. I nah. think we should do it. Um, okay, so we're, we're kind of heading towards the, the kind of... Tail end. Tail end of this, right? Yeah. And what I want you to do, boys, yep. is I want you to tell me your best memory of playing a game. What is your best? What is your highlight? What is your? When I th- think back to things, this is my best memory.
1: I'm gonna yeah okay
0: so
2: I'm
1: gonna carry on with that nerd thing and yes I played World of Warcraft and I actually met people on that game and I met up with them in real life and that was fucking god knows how many years ago and they have became some of the greatest friends in my life and really? also, yes and, and that's where the
0: three skinners came to be
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, but going to meet them was the strangest thing ever because it's like i could be meeting up with a fucking predator here um but yeah i went up and met with them and i had some boozy nights out with them and they're actually just normal cool blokes um and i will admit it it is johnny and Danny, Johnny, hey, is the the Johnny, yeah. Johnny is the one that talked about. Johnny is the one that talked about. He went over to France and quit his job. And they, Johnny is one of the most influential friends I have ever had in my life. And I met him through a
2: fucking video game. I love that. That's really good. That is my best memory. Good
0: on you, man. That's really nice. So, so-
2: I've, I've already said mine and I, I would love to have a second, but I don't think there's one that beats... The, the medieval game that I said where I needed a memory card. Yeah. And, and the part that, that, w- that means so much to me as well is like my dad couldn't play video games. My mom couldn't play video games. They, they both were not inept, but my dad used to watch and like, almost like not coach, but just be like, this is how do we solve this problem kind of thing. Right. <laughs> and, and he was so involved and so invested that when i beat the level on new year's eve but i didn't have a memory card to save it he was like let's just leave it on i was like oh no electricity well or whatever like i i thought it was gonna start a fire or something i don't know i was a kid and he was like "No, no no we'll just leave it on for as long as we need to until we buy one and then he came home with the memory card i didn't go with him he just came home with it and gave it to me and then that was like my first time of saving my progress. Cause I, I feel like I don't remember what games I had back then, but the games I had must've been temporary state games where you just, you play and then you finish and you play and you finish, whatever. It wasn't when you needed to save your file and that a game that I'd worked so hard on for so long and I beat the first bit and I'd worked with my dad and I'd done this and that and all that kind of stuff. And I finally beat it. I think that was potentially my, my best uh, best moment in video games. I've had a bunch. I fucking played a bunch, but that one for me was really important. I think what you're
1: saying there is like, where, where the, you, they went out of their way to just mm. do something for you to like to
2: support my, my passion at the time.
1: Yeah. And yeah. my uh, mom, I love you to absolute fucking bits, but she did something similar. And I think i were I, I wasn't, I'm, I've never been very intellectual. I've never been very good at school. But I remember in school, I was trying really fucking, I've been terrible at maths my whole life. I'm like, I'm probably on the spectrum or something with it. I just real struggle.
2: With it, just specifically. With
1: numbers. I just, numbers really, I struggle with numbers. And, you know, I I, either struggle with a 12 times table. I'm not
2: going to lie. 12, I don't know my 12 times
1: table. No, I mean, up to 12s, like, you know, one of them. I, eight times. or well, what? Anyway, I'm getting detracted, but I, my mum was like, if you work really hard at your maths in school and you get this result, yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll get you something. And I worked fucking so hard. This is like going from primary school to uh, secondary school. So I must have been like 12, 13 or whatever. And she bought me, I went into Game, which was a retail store a chain in the UK. And she bought me um, Final Fantasy Nine which oh. was my first ever Final Fantasy. Oh. And she was just so happy the amount of joy it brought me. And, you know, I was—I got home, I was so excited to play it. I just wanted to throw it in the PlayStation, play it. And, and she'd come in, she'd be like, you right, do you want a cup of tea? How are you getting on with your game? I'm like, it's great, mum, thanks, mum, so much. She didn't have a fucking... I was like, I've just <laughs> killed a dragon. She didn't have a fucking <laughs> clue what I was doing. But she... It brought my mom so much joy yeah, because she had rewarded me something. She saw how much
2: happiness it brought me. And it was from because I worked hard at something. And that's great. That's a great way of using something like games. Cause you, you see so many people now, they're like, I want a game. They get the game. And then it's, mm. it's constant. There's no, like, there's no so working towards it. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Nice. it's so accessible. Whereas when we were kids, I feel like like games were real expensive. They cost the amount they cost now minus 15 years of inflation, right? But the same like $80 now, $80 back then, but back then $80 was fucking expensive, right? Yeah. And and you weren't able to have a new game every month, two months or however three weeks, yeah, one definitely. week. However, however long you like much you buy games now, but back then like you said, like you worked hard. That was probably like Two months, three months of of doing maths assignments or doing, and then that, and then you've got it, right? So you had just Mario Kart before then, and now you have got this or whatever it mm. was, and it means the world to you. But now you can just fucking you got indie games that are free to play, and you can just do whatever the fuck you want, yeah. and you don't have that satisfaction. No, you've got a point there, mate. Games games aren't difficult to make anymore, so they're they're easy to acquire just like almost everything now. I mean, that's just consumerist as it consumerism as it grows, but like back then, if you got a new game, that was your new game for three months. Like that was a meant something.
0: Yeah.
1: JJ, how about you, mate?
0: Um, so I had this ritual where I'd probably go away on holiday once a year. Right. And this one year that I'd done it, I was maybe like 11 years old. And I'd found this game called dolphin Olympics Two What? Dolphin Olympics too. Right. (laughs) So good. It sounds amazing. So Well, they
1: obviously did good enough to get a number two (laughs) after number one.
0: All it's really simple. All it is you're a dolphin, you use your arrow keys to jump out of the water, do a twirl, and you land back in the water. But every time you land back in the water, you get more of a jump boost if you land nicely, right? So you can jump up next time and do two twirls and that gives you more and more of a jump boost. But if you get over a certain height and you cross over like a, a certain, I don't know, like a certain level, you'll, you'll cr- go into a hoop. And if you do that, that gives you a mega jump boost. And eventually you're going past Sarn, right? So you're... <laughs> What? you're going past Saturn and, and I used to play it every time that I, before I went on holiday and that was my happiest memory because I knew I'd be going on holiday the next day um,
1: uh-huh.
0: other, other things are like playing um, Lemmings there's a game called Lemmings and I was doing that with uh, my um, yeah my I remember dad. Lemmings the lemmings dudes with
1: the little green hair yeah and they, I mean, you just stop them from uh, you, killing themselves that's,
0: that's, that's, that's the silliest game Lemmings was great um, lemmings. And yeah, lemmings, lemmings Yeah lemmings Lemmings was amazing And then you've got After that you had uh, Worms Where you know You try and Worms Oh worms is yeah. unreal Worms Worms was, was a great Like school game Yeah like my, I think one of my
2: schools Primary school or high school Had it And then that was like a perfect, and I think they used it for like physics. And I'm like, well, this is not physics. (laughs) (laughs) Trajectories and shit. I'm like, no. So a game and you both had Segas, right? Segas. Segas, yeah. Sega. Sega. Did either of you have California games? No. No. California games was like an Olympics game, but it was made for this bullshit Californian bullshit version where it was like a skateboard ramp. And a surfing competition. And all the, it was just all these cool Californian games. And it had real cool music. And you had to like learn how to w- ride waves. You had to ride up the skate ramp and all this kind of shit. And it was probably, in my whole Sega uh, career, my favorite Sega game. And then I've looked since then, and it was fucking popular. It was like a really like decent game, and everyone fucking loved it. But all you did was fucking ride skateboards and surfboards and shit. But it's good fucking good shit. I
1: like what the- um just quickly, what are you what, what yeah, we've all played games. What are you playing now? Uh
0: this
1: time.
0: I just downloaded the new Tony Hawk and also FIFA twenty. I know it's old, but I got it for seven dollars. So
2: God, that's yep. yeah, that's I mean it's not old, it's what? This uh, could be at any point in time.
0: Okay. Yeah. It could be anywhere.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So my my released game that in I'm, the year 2050. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I, the game I've been playing recently. I don't play a lot of games anymore. I got to a point. I think when I was like 19, where I needed. I became a, a social addict, if you will. And that, that stems with what we've talked about in the past, about being in, in bars and hosting events and this and that. I, I need to be around people. I'm, I, I, can, I, I love having people around me at constant all times and talking to people and all that. And most good games are single player. You get some multiplayer games and they're all pretty shit and it's just shooting people and this and that. But um, so I, I stopped playing single player games after Half-Life 2 episode three, uh, episode two, sorry. Uh, But the only game that I still play that is single player is Hitman Absolution. And I don't know if you guys have played any of the Hitman series. I I know them
1: and I know know what it entails. I mean,
2: all it is is being stealthy and fucking killing people, but doing it in ways that don't kill good people. You do it just to kill the bad people.
1: Kill Mm. bad people only, not good people.
2: (laughs) But but you can do it with cool shit. Like if... uh, because it's all based off of like games at its essence uh, are based off of paths, right? That's, that's video games, especially old school video games. And uh, if you play long enough, you watch their paths and they go and pierce over there and they come back. And then you go over there and you, you can chop a wire and then that wire makes it all electrocuted or whatever. And then he goes over there and he goes to pierce and then he dies because he gets electrocuted from his piss. Mm. And then you're only killing him, what way to die? Yeah, and you get bonus points because no one knows that you killed him. You're not a necessity. <laughs> yeah, creativity points. It's great. Yeah. What about oh. you guys?
1: Um, I've literally, which it's probably hands down the longest game I've ever played, and much like you, the reason it's it's a huge game anyway. But I don't have as much time anymore. Again, yeah. my life has became well, well, not during pandemic or whatever, but my life was
2: what pandemic. Off this could be at remember, any this point in time. Yeah, do you remember that totally. pandemic? Oh, oh, do you remember that pandemic? Do you
0: remember the pandemic that's about to happen? Wait!
1: <laughs> 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 COVID-25. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, yeah, I don't have loads of time to play computer games, so it's also dragged out what is already a massive game, but The Witcher 3. The Witcher 3 oh. is one of the greatest games I think yeah. I've ever played. And what you're saying about story, single players. Games you could get more involved with the story, and you know I've I've read a lot of the books, and obviously you've just you know the series is out on Netflix as well. Henry Cavill plays it and all that. Uh, it's ma- it's became massive, but The Witcher three, uh, yeah, the story on that game is incredible, and it really touches on some real games. Will delve into topics I find, but they'll only like kind of dust along the surface, and they'll you know there's the real violent games but for the most part they'll only dust along the surface and they'll never really go into real um tough topics i mean at one point the 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 witcher free goes into like a topic where you know the man the, this guy's been doing domestic violence and stuff like that yeah. and and you get into the story and you're like this is fucking horrible you know uh um, skyrim that's, I did, I did yeah, play Skyrim yeah. but like yeah The Witcher one of the one of the missions it goes into a, a story and the guy's like an alcoholic and he, he asks you to find his his missing wife and then you find out after doing investigating that he was actually beating his wife I've never played the game that goes into that mm. do you know what I mean yeah. it gets into some real nitty gritty stuff and the books are very much the same The books probably go into worse stuff but um yeah, hats off to that company because it's, it's it, yeah. It, it, you actually connect with a story and you're like, this yeah. is fucking awful. Yeah. Well,
0: that is a lovely way to end things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, yeah, I'm just, I'm
0: just, I'm just, Now let's end it I'm, I'm going to put a uh, you do your question. question. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. The way the games have developed in the last, let, let's say 30 years have been from Pong to, you know, virtual reality. Yep. What's to say that we are not currently in a game? What's to say that we are not currently in a simulation? How do I know that you guys are not just characters in my game?
1: Well, like the Truman Show. Do you think you're lucky enough to be Truman? Mate. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No. JJ Show.
2: Are you you implying that you are uh, not an NPC and that we're NPCs?
0: Yeah. I mean, no, you can't be NPCs because I'm having a discussion with you. Non playable oh. characters no, no, can be. No no, 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 no. No, because I, I could, you don't know, I could turn into you later. You don't know what level of the game I'm on. I've not, yeah. I've not, I've not got my, my Morse skills up yet. That's when I reach. You just got to do the Konami code up, that's up, down, down, <laughs> yeah. left, left, right, right, a b a b a b a start, and you're sorted. And that's it. I've got everything. Um, I think there's a huge chance that we're, we could be in a simulation. Um,
1: yeah. We should bring that into the conspiracy theory episode that we keep talking about we're going to do we are going to do a conspiracy
2: i need to do more research for that but but in terms of us being in a video game i i i mean i don't think we are no i don't
1: stop smoking crack jj what what
2: makes you think that we're not (laughs) i think that we're too self-aware Mm. not to say that there couldn't be something more way more self-aware about all kinds of things more that like, we think there's three dimensions and we think there's atoms and, and those, all those things could be so disproportionately not a thing, right? All of it could just be not a thing, but I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if you really want to get real deep religion, right? God created Adam and Eve, Maybe that's a simulation. Why, why do Adam
0: and Eve have belly buttons? Those I mean, a use, use of, just use of. Have me, you, you ever had run. sex,
2: JJ? But, Where but, are you meant I to do, put the
0: penis? But if, if I, <laughs> In the belly button. If yeah, Adam and Eve were created yeah. by God, why would they have a belly button? They weren't born. For sex. Duh. Anyway,
1: that's going to end up. <laughs> <out. laughs> Um, you two fucking ran away from me then.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've had a, a bit lot. to drink and I really yeah. need a pee so it's perfect uh,
0: uh, yes I'm thinking too um, do you want uh, say uh, goodbye from me ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening um, speedy <laughs> exit from JJ yeah, I really need a pee um, thank you for listening once again we are on all social media almost all of the platforms all of the things We're,
2: basically everything but TikTok because th- we don't want the Chinese to watch all of our moves I do. Yeah, but are you gonna manage it? <laughs> right. If so, no right, here we go. Add if anyone wants a free position where we don't pay you on anything and you manage our TikTok, message us on the three schooners at gmail.com and we will open up a TikTok page and you can add it to your social media fucking portfolio in two years' time when you apply for graduate positions. Bam. And possibly when this episode comes
0: out. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Uh, But yeah, yeah, we're on everything. So uh, please subscribe to some things like YouTube, Instagram, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah. Dave? Goodbye.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Video
1: games. Yeah. Uh, No, thank you as always for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate it. And um, yeah, see you next week. See you next week.
2: Perfect. <laughs> I'm going oh. to stop recording now.